And we are back with another episode of The Journey There with your host, Carla Chua. And I am finally done with, like, I don't know, the worst of it, I guess, in terms of academics. So thank goodness gracious, I finally have um, a little bit more breathing time. I think I'm less sabaw than I was last week and the week before that. I feel like I was really on survival mode, um, like autopilot, as in I really couldn't think properly anymore. I couldn't think of any... Um, actual like things to say to you guys clearly i was just like spinning off of whatever i wanted to say last week and i hope you guys enjoyed that please do let me know if you do enjoy the easy lessons that we have um those are really just i guess a glimpse it's just like a glimpse of how i am like if you're just like on the road with me on the way to school or walking down like the hallway with me i'm really just talking like that like non-stop but you know, now I'm able to think more of my topics because I've had quite a good week to just not rest. I had a day's worth of rest. Guys, I told you guys, right? Um, I'm not sure if it was last week when I said that I don't have the culture of resting on Sundays. But I tried doing that yesterday. Like, normally, kasi what I do is that I study for my law aptitude exam. I thought, is that what the LAE stands for? Yeah, basta, I've been studying for my LAE every Sunday um, since September. Uh, so, even my Sundays, when quote-unquote rest days, are just basically breaks from ACADs, but still me studying every single day. Yesterday was an actual day where I didn't study at all anything, did not touch my computer, didn't look at canvas or anything and it was so nice like that's what it's like pala to actually rest because i normally just give myself a break when it's an actual break like we actually have a lot of time in the calendar like academic calendar to not think and work and lo and behold we're finally the academic break proposal was approved and we're finally going to have a week's worth of nothingness um next week and that's so so exciting for me because i really needed a break and apparently everyone else needed a break as well um as in i have a lot of friends who told me that they didn't know that everyone is struggling as much as uh i don't know like they didn't know everyone else was struggling as much as they were because it's kind of when we turned we turned into like zombies at that point where we were really just trying to get through the week the weeks um but like when the surveys came out and there were so many people asking for the break talaga and like posts on Freedom Wall like asking talaga to put a halt to everything. That's when I guess my feelings were validated. Everyone's feelings were validated. And yeah, we're really, really tired. So it's just really nice to have finally a moment's worth of rest. And if it's anything like what happened to me yesterday where I really didn't touch academics, it's like I feel like everyone's going to benefit from it talaga. like we're actually gonna rest if you actually take the break seriously and you actually don't do your advanced work on it you can like I'm the type who would but I hope you guys take your break seriously because it really does wonders for your mental health like I'm telling you I feel rejuvenated I feel alive again because I took a day to do nothing. Like, what? Like, I allowed myself not to do anything. Like, I was conscious of the fact that I have things to do today on Monday. Oh, I'm recording this on Monday, kasi, but like, yesterday was Sunday. Just so you guys know. But like, 
I consciously made the effort to ignore. And that's not something that comes naturally to me because I am, I don't know if it's because I'm really responsible or if I really just lack boundaries for myself. But I've been trying as much as possible to set more, like, or establish my boundaries more so that I, w- I would stop harming myself. It's really, really harmful. And we kept blaming the academic system for it and everything. But I think, I think that, you know, there is, it comes to the point as well where we have to take our own, we have to, um, you know, take our own initiative to set our boundaries straight. Um, you have to practice time management. And okay, I hate being the devil's advocate here. Please don't like uh, cancel me for this. I really do believe that we should have a break. And I really do believe that we all were burnt out. And like, as someone who really does practice time management very well, I still was tired. I was still tired from everything that was demanded of me. But I think that with proper time management and with established boundaries, you'll be able to protect yourself from burnout more. And I'm not saying that I was able to protect myself from burnout, but I'm saying that you should look into establishing your boundaries better. You know? Yeah, that's all. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I had a, an amazing week this week. Um, Despite the fact that the latter half of the week, so that was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I was like on high, 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 high stress mode um i had like presentations on presentations recitations um a midterm exam i had an oral exam um in those three days and i was like non-stop wake up study repeat it was so bad it was so 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 bad for me but the first half of the week like monday to wednesday i was more of just preparing um And it was really, really weird because I got to prepare and have extra time to do something that I love. So I read, I finished reading one of the books that I've been reading. Um, It's The Seven Husbands of, uh, I can't even say it, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And like, I know that it's a very popular book. Like a lot of people recommend it talaga. And I'm pretty sure it's on BookTok and BookTube. Um, If you guys don't know what that is, it's just YouTube for books like you know like uh, reviews on books and stuff i love that like i've been getting really really into booktube because like i love watching people's thoughts on books and i like hearing what they have to say about it i can really tell someone's intelligent by the way that they um speak about a book and for me if you're able to sell a book to me it's like oh like okay, like you're magaling, we get it, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of booktube, and everyone keeps recommending this book, and it's like okay, fine, I'll do it. Um, I haven't gone into the fiction category in a hot minute or genre in a minute, so I went back there, and it's really, really good, guys. If you guys ever wanna l- read something in fiction, I'm not. I th- I'm not sure if it's YA or not. Parang no. It's very like adult, um, what do you call it? Adult topics that they're they're saying. But essentially, I really, really enjoy um, 
the world of the rich. Like, I like reading about it because I find it so interesting and so foreign to me. You know, like, what do they do with all the money? Like, what, where, how does your money mess up your life? Because you keep thinking, like, when you're just, like, middle class or, like, you're lower class and everything, you think that money's going to solve everything, right? Like, all you want is money. All you crave for is to be rich so that all of these problems will go away. But when you're already there, when you already established yourself, when you have the money, how how do your problems still stem from that? Like, what is it now? And it's more of like a power struggle and people using you and all of these scandals for me are so, so interesting. I had I read another book um, with the rich in mind of it. What? I don't know how to explain it, but it was the We Were Liars book i think by e lockhart and it was so good this was like basically about like a rich family as well um basically something happened in their private island and like you're trying to uncover the mystery of what happened there like they seem like such a perfect pristine family how come something went wrong you know it's the same vibe for me with seven husbands of evelyn hugo because it's like she's famous she's a well-known superstar, movie star, actress, amazing um, philanthropist, whatever. But how come so many people, like, how how did she create so many enemies? Like, I don't know. I just find it very interesting. And it follows um, her seven, like, not her seven lovers, but she recounts all of the lovers that she's had in the past and how she used them to get to where she is now. And I like books that show how you can use people like that because it's like wow you're so powerful i love powerful women and this book was so um good at encapsulating a go-getter kind of woman and i aspire to be just like that not in the sense that i want to step on people and like sleep with everyone just to get where i where i want to be but in the sense that she knows what she wants and she'll do anything to get there um, and she got there, you know? It's amazing for me. Anyway, so much fun. But I was so, so, so guilty. I felt so guilty. Because, I don't know. Parang, I was reading a book during my hell week. Like, I I was actually, like, parang after I studied for, for example, my orals, I would lie down on my bed and start reading again. And, like, I spent, like, maybe two hours. Like, the same amount of time I spent studying was the same amount of time I spent reading my book. And it made me so guilty because I was like, oh, no, like, I'm wasting my time. I shouldn't be resting this much. Like, it's hell week. It's go time. Like, why am I still doing... Why am I doing my hobbies right now? And I always just associated this with the fact that... Like, I don't know. I think it's hustle culture. You know what I mean? Parang, you're not allowing yourself to do other things or allow yourself to be completely human or yourself because you have so much work to do. It's like, I, my vision tunnels and I cannot, I do not allow myself to think about anything else if not work. But like, in this specific time frame, kasi, this last week, was that if I studied for a test in advance, I would have probably forgotten about it already by the by the day of the test gets. Like there's no way. I think with um online classes, I don't think there's a way to just 
advanced study for things anymore and retain that knowledge for the days to come because there's so much happening during online school. Like, I think, I've been saying this a lot or I've been thinking it a lot to myself, but you're just as immersed in school as you are on-site, but you use less brain power when you're on-site because it's easier to feel things when it's right in front of you. Whereas when you're online, you feel like you're going different places, but it's all just in your head. Your brain exerts so much effort to hop from one subject to another. So imagine if you're advanced studying for a midterm that's like three days ahead, and then you do more online schooling in between, you're going to forget what you you studied in advance. So might as well just study for it on the day itself or the day beforehand because there's no other way. Your brain is going to keep scrambling because it requires so much energy to keep up with online school. I hope that makes it makes sense to some people. I know that like other people were lucky enough to not experience online schooling anymore. But like I guess this is like this is like a time capsule as well of how it's like in the pandemic. I honestly don't know how I'm going to continue this podcast um after like e- after everything goes back to quote unquote normal. Um, but it's just interesting, don't you think, that every single day we, like, go go to bed, like, every single night we go to bed exhausted, and it's like, why? We were just sitting in our desk the whole day. But your brain goes so many places. It goes so many different places. And I think that's because, also, the people you're surrounded by create that environment and create that world around you so like for example per class there's a different environment as well a different vibe per class and i guess for me not not a single class is the same like no class has the same vibe at all so it still feels like i'm going from classroom to classroom instead of just zoom link to zoom link you know Anyway, so that's not even the reason why we're talking today. I just wanted to catch you guys up. Um, Last thing that I wanted to say before we get into the actual topic, though, is that I caught up with some of my friends recently, I think two days ago or something. And it was really, really nice. Um, There there were two uh, two specific and separate conversations that I had with people where I felt validated. And I just wanted to share it. Um... So the first one was with my best friend. His name's Raf. And he was, I was studying for my law midterm at this time. And he was like saying, oh, I think it happened on the same day, these two conversations, whatever. Maybe there was just a lot of validation that day. You know, maybe it was just a good day. Anyway, so um, Raf and I were talking because while I was studying for my law midterm. And he was like, hey, can you edit my essay for me? It's for Soxai. And Normally, I really do edit my papers for friends just because like, I like doing that. Like For me, I think it's a, a way to show that I love you if I'm able to do something for you. Like Acts of service is one of my love languages. And not my top, but like you know, it's one of my love languages. If I can help you, I will. So he was like, can you help me edit my paper? Like Just let me know what I can do with the... Like, make it better whatever so his paper was basically about 
contractualization and it was also about labor law, blah, 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 um, rights of the workers, la, la, la. So that's like up my alley, not specifically because I know everything about it or I'm a lawyer or anything like that, but it's something that I studied and I really, 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 really liked labor law um, last year when I took it. So I was actually like taking it seriously, right? Um, and so when I was editing his paper, I was telling him, can you like cite this Republic Act, say, write this down, like let explain what this law is, blah, 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 blah. I was going like that. And I was citing like different sources for contractualization, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, wow, you know a lot about this pala. And I was like, yeah, it's because it's labor law. And he was like, what's that? And I was like, what? <laughs> like for me, I found it really, really funny that there's someone out there who doesn't know what that is. And like, I guess, duh, it's different for every single person because we all are different. We all... um study different courses like raf is in computer science and i don't know anything about coding or anything like that um so of course he has his own specialization he knows things that i don't know but it made me feel nice that he doesn't know what i know and so i was explaining to him like yeah the workers have rights and he was like whoa i didn't know that like i didn't even think i don't even think about our rights sometimes like i don't even know that we're I don't even know the rights that we have and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm studying in legal management. Like, specifically, like, laws that have to do with the business and stuff like that. Those are the, the classes that I take. And Raf didn't know that about me. He was like, wow, this is legit pala. That was, like, the key phrase that really, really, really um, validated me. He was like, wow, you're really studying the law. I was like, yeah, that's what I've been fucking doing for four years already. I've been studying the law. Yeah, I'm not legit like an actual lawyer or anything like that. But it feels nice to know that people see that the struggle that I have with my law classes isn't just me being ma'arte. It's because it's the actual law and it's hard to study in general. Um, granted we're not I will say like I'll disclaim it as well that it's not as intense as law school but it gives you a taste of what it is right um, and it was nice I felt validated because he was like wow you're legit Carla like you studied this talaga. and I was like yeah thank you because I also had this insecurity um, way back when I think second year first year college um where I didn't feel like my course was hard enough to be respected. I really was so insecure because I was like, oh, it's a management course. It's not even an honors course or anything like that. Like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just in the school of management. I'm just in SOM. It doesn't matter. But, yun pala. Mahirap talaga yung course ko. And it feels nice to know that people acknowledge that it's hard to. Because when I fail something, it makes me feel bad about myself when it's like, hang dalin, ang dali dali naman ng course mo. Why are you failing that class pa? That's what I thought for the longest time. But nah, it's not like that. Like, the class is hard because the course is hard because what is being expected of you is very high. The standards are high and it's difficult. And therefore, my struggle is valid. Not to say though that other courses are not valid. I'm sure every single course has its hard subjects. Every single course comes with its struggle. But for me personally, I did not feel like my struggle was valid 
because I thought my course was easy. It's not. Anyway, um, the other thing that validated me or like the other conversation that I had was um, essentially later on that night. So I finished my law midterm already at the time. And then um, I had I was having this conversation with my successor. So backstory, if you guys don't know this about me, I'm sure you guys do. But for the new listeners, um, I am I was the hospital's research officer in Kaith Ateneo. Um, and I did a lot of projects for them. Like I what's the word I'm looking for? I trailblazed a lot of projects in Kaith. And I was having this conversation with a VP, a vice president, and my successor. So the next person in line after me. So I handed down everything that I had to her. And basically, I was validated in the sense that we were talking about a specific... I can't explain this. How am I going to explain this? Basically, we were talking about medical play. We were talking about a lot of jargon and specializations that can only really be understood by my position or the hospital's department in itself. Because it's so hard to explain. It's just that you have to be an expert in what you're doing to do my job. And it's not just like common knowledge type of thing. That's basically it. Okay, um, My position was not common knowledge it's not just like you can figure it out as you go on you have to study what it is to be able to do good in it and basically the vp um he was like what i didn't even know that this was that and that and that was this blah 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 and i was like what the hell and he was like yeah i didn't know that you were doing i didn't know that it was this hard i didn't know that you you needed to think so much about that you needed to be like this creative and this innovative to be the hro and i was like yeah you do and my successor because she has a partner i didn't have a i was a solo i was a solo um officer in my position but it was so hard that it needed two officers um, and I carried that all on my own, right? And so I was really struggling last year. I was like actually properly struggling last year. Um, and then in the next year, they made it a little bit easier. It's still hard, but like a little bit easier because now they have two people in that position, right? And so they were saying like, wow, you're so... Parang they were both saying like, we respect you so much because... Your job was so hard. It was so difficult. And you did it all alone. And I was like, Phew. Like, that was like a wash of validation right there. Like, I was so happy to have been seen like that. Because, yeah, it was a hard time to figure things out all on my own. Especially in the pandemic. The first year of the pandemic, Panaman, right? So, for me, I just felt validated again. And I felt seen because I felt like I was amazing and i hate to be like uh i don't want to again boast or anything like that it's really not that because i really genuinely look at myself so lowly and i'm i'm pretty i'm really really hard on myself so at this time i was also beating myself up because i was like you should know what you're doing like 
you're in this position, you should have things figured out. I was really not forgiving. I was unforgiving with myself. And I always expected the best out of myself. And them saying to me that my job was really, really hard and they can't believe that I did so well, given that I was all alone figuring it out in a pandemic, made me feel like, okay, maybe I don't know if I did the best ever, but I did the best that you could have ever done in those circumstances. And that makes me feel very, very, very good and happy inside. So yeah, I felt validated, I felt loved, and I felt seen, and I'm just grateful for that. Okay, so now let's get into the actual beef of the episode, right? So it's actually going to be about my breakup. Finally, I'm going to be talking about it after uh, half a year of avoiding topics about relationships and um love life in general i'm finally going to share with you guys um what happened well not really i'm not really gonna tell you guys what happened because that's in respect to my relationship with her but i guess how i'm doing now anyway so the reason why i haven't really talked about relationships in a while is because i just wasn't really thinking about it like it isn't my top priority talaga like it wasn't the end of the world for me to be single it wasn't the end of the world for me to not have a partner um and i feel proud about that because it's it means that i'm more established in myself and i don't feel the need to have a partner to complete me you know, I think that a lot of people my age are really afraid that they are not experiencing life to the fullest if they have no one to love. But I think that, okay, yeah, you can love everyone. You don't have to just love a specific person. You don't just have to love one partner. You can love your friends around you and still feel the same satisfaction as loving a partner. Granted, yeah, it is completely different being loved by someone else but if you just have a good support system around you they will make you feel loved the way that it makes you feel enough love that you won't even think that you need a partner to give you more love right you don't need there's no hole to fill because you're whole on your own um so anyway i really wasn't thinking about having a partner anymore i remember that there was this time um i think early april or something like that na um everyone in the zoo everyone in the discord call um we were doing a tarot card reading and if you don't know what that is basically it's just you telling your future through a stack of cards i really can't explain it any other way i'm so sorry i'm not like an expert in it that's just all i know your future is dictated to you on your cards and they're like randomized and it's like fate brought your cards to you so that's what it is anyway so um everyone in that discord call they were they kept asking about their relationship status their love life their like will they find the one will they finally get a joa will they finally date someone will someone like them does someone like them get none and i was the only one who really asked about my career i didn't really care anymore about my relationship i really did not care to think about 
my love life because it's really at the back burner. Like, I really don't think about it that often. It's not like I'll die if I don't get a boyfriend or I don't get a girlfriend, you know? It's really not. It's not. It's, 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 it's I'm more focused on myself and not in a selfish way, but more of a whatever happens, happens. What, when it, whenever they come in, they'll come in. Um, and that's the mindset that I really had. Um, post-breakup, literally, I was on the verge of a breakup at this time already. Um, and I think at the time, I really was focusing more on myself. And I really just wanted to grow in myself. And I just don't think that I really saw much more growth um, in that relationship that I had. It wasn't really anything wrong with what she did or what I did. Like, there was no fight. There was no moment where it was really like like a big boom of, oh, we're not going to be together. Like, we should not be together. Like, I'm breaking up with you like that. It was more like a very subtle, slow falling out. And... The problem with me was that I stayed in that relationship even when I was already out of love. Um, and that's when all the fights ensued, right? Like, because when you're still in love, parang, I don't know, but I guess that there's more patience involved. Um, when you're in love, you have these love goggles on. Not to say that you're gonna be black, like rose-colored glasses. Like those are different from love goggles. You know what I mean? Parang with your love goggles, you're able to like see them for not who I guess yeah yeah for who they are. But you love them for who they are, and you're able to accept everything that they I I guess are who they are, what they do, right? Um, but unfortunately. Mine fell off and I couldn't put them back on no matter how hard I tried. And I stayed in that relationship um, out of love for a, a couple of months, a, a good amount of months. And so it was kind of easy for me to walk away because, not because like I didn't value her as a person or anything like that, but more of because... I was ready to move on to something that will make me feel alive again, make me feel loved. And it wasn't necessarily a ne- another person. It was just I was not feeling any growth. I was not feeling any fulfillment. I was not feeling any excitement with my old partner anymore. And it was very settling to me when I figured that out. It wasn't like a scary, it wasn't like a, well, yeah, it was scary in the sense that, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to break the heart of someone I really, really care about. But that was kind of the only reason why I stayed because I was so in denial that I had to hurt her that bad, right? Um, But that's not really the, you know, if you're in that point of your relationship already where you're just staying out of politeness. You're staying to protect them from the pain. Um, you're just hurting yourself more and you're just making it so much worse for yourself because you're wasting both of your times. And I think that life is way too fucking short 
to stay with someone who doesn't make you feel alive. Anyway, so with that, we broke up and I was focused on my career. I've been focused on my career ever since. And I'm focusing now on law school. I'm focusing now on my academics. I'm focusing on my internship and everything like that. And I genuinely believe that my tarot card reading, yeah, albeit it wasn't about love or relationships, I really do believe that I've grown as much as I could. And like, I made the right choice. I feel like career-wise, it was the right decision as well to leave the relationship because I felt like I was being stifled there as well. And it's not because she was holding me back, but it was because I felt too comfortable um, around her. Um, And I believe that if you're with a partner who doesn't make you want to be better, you shouldn't be together as well. T, I don't know. Like, you know how you're supposed to accept your partner for who they are. You should also accept them for who they are are going to be and i feel like i was loved for who i was currently at that time but i was loved specifically for who i was at that specific time and not who was who i was going to be and i was i'm such a career oriented woman i like stepping into the next phases of my life i like making big girl moves right and this my my ex just didn't feel the same way like she wanted to be in the moment i wanted to be in the future and although yes i agree like now with all of the episodes that i've put out i am talking about being in the moment and everything like that because i agreed that well i see the value in being present now but i didn't see it at the time and i needed someone who was going to help me see it not the way that she did parang I was not absorbing any lessons from her because we did not communicate the way we understood. You know, like, th- she was speaking a different language from me. Not not specifically, not actually, not literally, but she did not put two and two together for me to understand. Like, for example... I speak in ABC, she would speak in BAC or CAB, like that. Does that make sense? It's like we have the same ideas in mind. It's just that we speak differently, meaning we can't understand each other no matter what. I will I owe it to her for sure for teaching me these things, but I was I couldn't unscrabble what she was saying because it was it continued to get lost in translation. And for me, that's not toxic. For me, that just means you're not meant to be together. And I am so okay with that. Like, I'm not upset or I'm not hurt by the fact that we were not meant to be together. It's for me, and I think it's because I fell out of love as well. But, like, I really just accepted it for what it was. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm so sorry that it didn't work out. But thank you for the time that we spent together because it was a good time while it lasted. It really, really was. Um, and that's what it, that's all you can do about it naman after a breakup. Eh? You just have to like you have to appreciate naman then how for what it was, for for the good that it gave you, for the smiles that it gave you. But when it's over, you can't really like wish for it to come back to you because it's gone for a reason. Um walking away from me, uh, walking away for me was not really that hard 
because I accepted reality for what it was. It was so easy to keep growing when I realized that it's no one's fault that we did not see eye to eye. It's not her fault that she doesn't see the world as an ABC the way that I do. It's okay if she sees it as a B-A-C-C-A-B, whatever. That's just how it is. Some people will be able to see the world the same way as you. And then that will be... Like, if you're able to align with someone, then great. But you don't have to settle for someone who sees things differently from you. I think that who you should be with should be able to communicate with you or unscrabble your thoughts the way that you will be able to understand them. Yeah, you can love people who see things differently. But for me, I think that it's more important to be with a partner who can help you understand. You can have so many... You are allowed to have unlimited numbers of people in your life. You don't... It's like you don't have a specific number of seats in your life. So yeah, you can have different walks of life in your life, but what? Life in your life? People in your life. But like, when it comes to your partner, I genuinely believe that you have to be on the same page. I genuinely believe that you have to understand each other and speak the same language. And that's just not what it was with her. And that's okay. Um, Honestly, yeah, I did learn my faults. I really did. Like, I saw what I did wrong. Why, like, I shouldn't have stayed for so long even when I wasn't in love anymore. I, I shouldn't have stayed for even out of politeness. I should have walked away sooner. Um, and I should have communicated better as well. But I tried to communicate as best as I could, but I couldn't do it in the way that she would understand as well. Parang I understood na I'm not meant for her the same way she's not meant for me. I accepted that in my sense. You know, and like in my case then kasi the breakup wasn't uh, like it was it was as much my fault as it was hers. Like I'm telling you for sure other people like yeah their boyfriends cheat on them or um what do you call it? Other things happen, lies are said, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But in my case with my ex, there was no actual big problem. It was just not meant to be. And with that, I just had to accept that I was imperfect and I had to be ready to be loved for who I am and not who I was trying to be. Because I was trying to be the B-A-C-C-A-B type of person. But I was an A-B-C person. Gets. Like, I couldn't be what she needed me to be. And that's okay. Um, That's just it. I really don't have much to say. Like, I'm really, really telling you. When I talk about relationships now, it's less about loving, like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm getting older and everything like that, but it's not really about the lovey-dovey things for me anymore. It's more of like, you just have a partner in life. 
gets. It's not like a oh my boyfriend, oh my oh my um honey boo sugar plum cupcake whatever. Like for me, you have a teammate. That's what I see a, a partner as now. Um someone to just navigate through life with you. And if you're still seeing relationships as like the solution to your whole life and like the thing that will make you whole the thing that will make you your life interesting or the thing that will complete you then you're not ready for a relationship and i'm sorry if that hurts you but maybe the reason why you're not in a relationship is because you're not able to see any partner for what they should be to you. If you keep thinking that your relationship is just going to fill a void, it's not. Because I think that a relationship is like, it's just like a friendship kasi, in the sense that it's just another person in your life. Maybe to a higher level of authority, maybe a higher level of power in your life, higher level of influence but essentially they're just your friend too and you have so many friends around you who could give you that love already get so like when you get into a relationship with someone sana it's not just for the love or the kisses or for the sex but it's because you understand each other and you see eye to eye and you're willing to ebb and flow with them um and it's really important to to be willing like the willingness is so 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 important because for me personally in my past relationships as in the the other relationships that i've had even before the last one was that i wasn't really willing to ebb and flow i was more of this is who i am you have to follow my rules my lifestyle everything about me only but now i am you know past that relationship past all of those relationships and I realized, yeah, I'm willing to bend for other people now again. I'm willing to adjust and do things for my teammate or partner one day. And that's just how it is. That's really just how life goes. I think I'm just way too tired to think about dating in that romantic sense again i'm really not a romantic guys like i think i used to be of course when i was like a kid when i was like 15 16 17 i think it really stopped when i got into my last relationship because i got tired i really got tired you get burnt out from being unhappy for such a long time or being uncontented right is that the word discontented i feel like you get more burnt out being in a situation that does not content you or fulfill you um, the way that you should be. I feel like life is way too freaking short to be around people who don't make you feel alive. Um, and that's it. I think that's really just it. I'm so sorry if you guys wanted some tea, if you guys wanted to like hear some beef about what happened in the relationship but genuinely nothing wrong like nothing nothing wrong she did her best i did mine it did not work out and that's just how the cookie crumbles man like 
just accept it. But if you're not there yet, and if you're still bre- like heartbroken, that's okay too. I'm really sorry for your loss. I'm sorry that it didn't work out. But you'll get to the point where you're going to be okay again and you're going to find love again because there are so many different people in this world who will see things the way you see things and who will align with you the way you need to be aligned. And you're going to feel so fulfilled when you finally find the one for you. But you shouldn't look for them as well because they don't show up unless... Like, okay, last, there... I also don't think that you should look for your partner. I, do, I don't think that you should be on the lookout or on this, like, you can't be on the hunt for that kind of thing because people or the person that will love you the way you need, let's say again, the person that will love you for your ABC will only see your ABC if you're like, if you're being completely yourself. Like, if you're actually 100% naturally yourself, they'll be able to see you for how you think. They'll be able to see your values for how you are. And then, if they fall in love with you for being completely naturally yourself, you will end up together and you will actually work out. Like, it doesn't come... It it literally... I hate the cliche. I'm so sorry, again, that this podcast is filled with so many cliches. But you shouldn't look for love. Love will find you when it's right. When the time is right, love will find you. And that's just it. Stop, 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 stop trying to be... To fall. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna come. And if you look, kasi, again... If you think in A, B, C, and they think in B, A, C, you will not align. But if you're looking for love, you're going to force yourself to be their type of thinking. But then you will soon be tired of trying to keep up their type of thinking instead of your own. I'm telling you, it's so tiring not being yourself. And in a relationship that you want to last, you have to be yourself. Because if you get tired, that's it's it. That's it. It's over. You're over. Um, that's just it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry if that was like a like too real of a talk or something. Um. If you have any more questions about relationships, feel free to talk to me about it. Again, I'm not going to be giving you guys romantic and hopeful advice anymore. I'm very, very um, not set in my ways. More of I'm tired of the goo-goo-gagas of it all. I'm really not there anymore. Um, so if you want some real advice, if you want some truth spit in your face, uh, you can always go to me. You can always ask me more questions. I'm more than happy to answer them um hopefully my ex is doing okay hopefully all of my exes are doing okay and i feel i hope that they're all loved and they're doing whatever they can to live their lives to the fullest around people that make them feel alive um i hope you guys do that as well and yeah so be sure to follow me on all my social media accounts. I am at thejourneythere.pod on Instagram and I am www.facebook.com slash thejourneythere.pod on Facebook. 
Um, and have a great week. Have a great academic break. Please, please rest. Please. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.